the creation of man and woman belongs to the very beginning of the book of Genesis. We are in chapter 2. That's very meaningful because belongs that episode belongs to that moment when God created everything good. Everything is something beautiful and perfect. So we can say, and Jesus affirms that again in the gospel, that the fact that a man and a woman have a desire to become one flesh and to establish forever a covenant in a marriage is something beautiful and holy because represents something that God created since the beginning. But we also experience the corruption of this beautiful experience. We know that it's hard to love and be faithful to this covenant. A friend of mine a few days ago said to me, why we hurt those we love most. That's part of the mystery of the fall. For some reason, we have not been faithful to the promise of this unity and we desired something else. Because there is something in our hearts that is made for God, which makes us look for something else continuously. And when we forget that our husband or our, or our wife, they are holy and they are the place, the, first, the most important place where to look for God, we start looking for something else. I remember I was a few years after my ordination, I was still in Italy. And I received a, a call, a phone call from a woman, I barely knew her, who was struggling a lot in her marriage. She was still a young woman, three kids, three little kids, and for some reason she could not love anymore her husband, and she had fallen in love with somebody else. It was particularly painful because she knew that was wrong, that that was wrong, but she could not get back. So for some time I tried to explain her, to listen to her, to try to understand where was the problem. And of course I realized there were many issues, but one struck me most. She didn't pray. She had lost her hope in that relationship and she didn't go to confession anymore. So I tried a, a last attempt to, to help her, to save something, and I told her, no matter what, no matter if you feel unworthy, just go to confession, be faithful, go even, even if you are ashamed, go to another priest, go to a monastery, go wherever you want, but be faithful and go to confession. Never stop asking the Lord for what is right and for the strength to get back. So she tried, I helped, and she kept on going to confession even though she remained in that kind of 
between these two relationships, her husband that she still didn't love and the new one who was trying to steal her from her family. But something happened, thanks be to God. She, going to confession, she started recognizing that she was made for something more than just be happy with one man. She was made to be faithful to her kids and to the family she had started. And so she accepted to face with her former husband a conversation and in time to be helped enough to reconcile. And by the way, that's the way it always happened. As soon as she stepped back just a little bit from the other partner, she could really see who, who he was. She realized that this second man was nothing else than somebody who was taking advantage of her frailty and her situation. And so she could easily get rid of him. I shared with you this story because to me, it taught at the very beginning of my priesthood that we are made for something great, but there is a lot of work to do to be faithful to the promise that God made us, to be faithful, especially to our vocation. And prayer is the capital point. Prayer is the key point to stay faithful to our vocation. Today, Pope Francis, uh, in, during the Angelus in, in Rome, said something beautiful. I want to simply to conclude reading these few lines from his, his words commenting the fact that the kids wants to go, want to go to Jesus. At the end of this gospel, there is this section that looks kind of awkward because we listen to Jesus talking about marriage, talking about Moses, talking about... And then there is these few lines where we see the kids going to him, children who wants to embrace him. And the Pope explains why the gospel has this part, why it's important to pay attention to these children. He says, in our life, to acknowledge that we are little, as little children, it's a starting point to become great. If we think about that, we really grow up not just because of our success or through the things that we have, but especially through the moments of fight and frailty. There, when we are in need, we grow up. There, we open our heart to God, to the others, and to the meaning of life. And then he says, Father, because with God, our frailties are not obstacles, but opportunities. We should pray this way, Lord, look at my frailty, and then make, tell him all, where we, all what we need. When we are weak, we discover how much God cares for us. When we are little, God's tenderness is more evident. When we pray, the Lord embraces us, 
like a father with his little child. And so we became great. Not because we think that we are, have enough or we are self-sufficient, but in the strength of entrusting in the Father's hand all our hope, exactly like the little children do, this way. <laughs>